Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know you can listen to the recording of this podcast live. As it happens, visit TuneIn.AlphaGeekRadio.com to learn how. Mr. Wolf, dispatch a subspace message to Admiral Hanson. We have engaged Fretcast. Hello and welcome to Trekcast, the number one rated Star Trek podcast. I am your host, co-host, David Thomas Ivy. With me, not as always, Alicia. Yes, hello. <laughs> Darren. Filling in for Mr. Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin has some family issues and we're gonna we're hoping for the best for him, so we're gonna do it on our own tonight and let him do his thing. And uh so this is we're live again Wednesday nights, Alpha Geek Radio. We are Trekcast, Trekcast.com, we are Trekcast at gmail.com, which is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna read some emails, which we are we have been very reluctant in doing. Not reluctant, we've been uh what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um remiss. And remiss in our duties to read emails. Retarded. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're going to do that. That's trekcast at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash trekcast. And that has been on fire as always. I think we're almost at 2,000 members. We're about 1,900 and something. So if you can talk your friends into getting a couple, then we'll that we, maybe we'll give out a... We'll do a special celebration for the 2000s member of the TrekCast community. But anyway, what do you, uh, you got some kind of news going on right there. Well, I was just looking through the Groupons here and it looks like there's actually going to be a Groupon for the, over the next four days for uh, the Star Trek convention. Really? The Las Vegas Star Trek convention yeah, in August? Yeah. So I don't know if these de- deals are very good, but it's got different day rates. So if you want to get a discount and you're coming into town, check out Groupon. Yeah, go to Groupon because... Um, See, we stopped going into the convention, the actual going in and, and listening, because I want to wait a couple years and get kind of back into it, but I still love hanging around there, hanging out with everybody. But the I think the last few years we've done a Groupon or Living Social, but this is actually Groupon, and usually half price, which is not bad. Have you seen the lineup yet? Yeah, no. Because you know, on Groupon, they're saying, see stars like Carl Urban. I'm like, is he, is he going to be there? I don't, I don't think so. He was there last year. Yeah, he was there. I think was it last year or the year before? Yeah, Whenever you, it was, I missed him. Damn it. Well, you know the problem with the, with uh, with uh, some of the newer guys is they come on early. They're like, hey, they'll be speaking at nine a.m., which in Vegas is not going to happen. Not for us. No, no. I think we're <laughs> like we're like two o'clock. Yeah, and <laughs> that's usually why we don't go in because by the time we get up, have lunch, and get around, it's like two o'clock, and the convention closes at six. And like, well, I, I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars for. 
two hours of you know it just it, it doesn't although work. we have said that we probably should have started started doing the photo ops years ago we're losing people too yes we are losing people and we and we'd had well, i had an idea of doing uh, uh spock ears behind everybody you know like rabbit ears but spock mm-hmm. ears and i thought about if i'd have gotten everybody and had me doing ears behind them that would have been really like cool in the hallway to have like pictures up of doing ears behind them but i've already we've already lost spock it kind of defeats the point now because it's like well there's no spock now there's no uh, Scotty, there's no bones. Like, well, and I doubt. Um, oh, Michelle Nichols is going to be there this year because she just had a stroke, I think, about a month ago. And How is she doing? I've heard she was better, doing better. Yeah, yeah, but I bet she won't. But I bet she's not better enough for the convention. But well, I hope she is. Well, maybe she is. It's still a month, about a month off. So I can't wait for that. But anyway, without further ado, let's uh, let's let's do something we haven't done in a while. That's email, if you don't remember what that song is. <laughs> I think people remember that. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so we'll get started here. First one is from Paul Cooper Hayden um, from the UK. Um, so in the last couple of podcasts, lots of discussion on the idea of beaming out calories after consuming large amounts of food. In theory, would this be necessary? Synthahol allows drinkers to experience the taste, but not the effects of booze. Much to the dismay of Captain Scott. That's true. <laughs> surely in the last Star Trek, surely in the Star Trek future, someone would have would have invented who? Jeez, I can't talk. Someone would have invented synthafat. What? Oh, the the joy of being able to eat as much as you want, whatever you want, and the bad bits just don't matter. While well, the taste and experience remain the same. No more bothering the transporter chief after a heavy night out or having to do extra circuits around the Enterprise gym. No fat. Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Good work. That's interesting, but uh, obviously Scotty is not using the was not using the synth of fat because he was not the thinnest guy in the world. You know, what I was thinking about that the other or, day. Or Neelix. That is Neelix chubby. I think so. Yeah, I guess maybe he is. he's not. Maybe he just looks because his hair is so his head's so. Big. That's funny. Is Neelix chubby? I always thought he was. Are Talaxians just that in way? In my memory, he seems a little you know like he, Chester, like our dog, like just like a block. You know what kind of kind of <laughs> offended me before? I heard people say, you know, O'Brien, the fat one. I'm like, he's not fat. <laughs> like, I mean, in, in real life, I mean, the uh, Colby. No, is, he's he's not a small guy, but he's just like dude size. I guess compared to like Connor Trenier. Yeah, he. I guess he's kind of chubby, but I guess in comparison. But I would, man. If you call him fat, then man, everybody's fat. Because I mean, he's not fat at all, is he? O'Brien? Oh. O'Brien? No, I don't think he's fat. No, I guess he's just the biggest one on the on the crew. But I wouldn't go so far as calling him fat. He said he likes some pints of Guinness. That's all. <laughs> I mean, but it's funny because yes, yeah, Scotty obviously didn't use the synth fat because he he was uh, and he was stuck in a in a in a in a transporter loop for. 10 years or 100 years and he was still he still came out kind of chunky i don't know you could see because i like the fact you can uh you could beam out the the alcohol that's pretty good or no no i'm beam out the fat and then but they have synthahol but they don't always use it because remember that with the um he didn't use it and either picard kept his own stuff stash on hand had his own uh how deborah and whiskey and uh <laughs> then that was real whiskey and uh, but then again, we talked about last week on the uh, on the replicator, the 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 country singer guy had the best martini I ever had, and that was out of a out of a uh, 
out of a replicator. Although, I mean, I wouldn't really mind if I had real alcohol, as long as you can go to sick bay and you could just immediately heal your hangover, not have a hangover. You right. probably just do a shot before you go to bed. Like, hey, doc, shoot me up. Or, or maybe beam out, or beam in some water. Maybe that would be like the thing. Like, could you could you do that? Like, you could drink all night and then say hydrate me. And it's like, like a high tech oxygen bar, like they have in Vegas, where you oh yeah go hook up. You know what? That's probably not far off. Oh yeah, you know what? Those. You just go to sleep and then you put like an oxygen mask on in your room. You could probably just bring it down. It drops down like an air like an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> you can just breathe. breathe. <laughs> yeah, and, well, because I mean, when you when people are painfully vitamin drunk, vitamin shots. Yeah, when people are painfully drunk, which we see a lot in Vegas, and they get gurneyed out of the out of the casino, they do they put saline drip and oxygen. So yeah, I guess you could just beam in the oxygen. You could oxygenize, oxidize. How would you? What do you? Not oxidize. No, not oxidize, but oxygenate. Oxygen. You're getting closer. Oxygenate. Oxygenate. <laughs> Your blood, and then so you wouldn't have a hangover. That's interesting. But yeah, the fat though. I don't know. Hey, who's had a hangover on Star Trek? Oh, someone has to. I've, I know they have. I, I, I'm, I'm picturing uh, O'Brien and Bashir after a heavy night. I'm picturing that. Of darts. Darts and beers. I picture them like waking up, like oh, I'm, I'm not making this I up. Bet, I, I, I think I bet pictured... you can make a list, a very short list of every time Star Trek people have been hungover. Somebody do some research because I could swear <laughs> I got somebody has been woken up and like oh, oh Klingons, my Klingons, oh, Klingons. Dax at her at her bachelorette party. Remember her and her and Worf got in a fight, and uh, and <laughs> she when he came in to get her and yell at her because she had uh, she punched um, uh, Martok's wife. Yes, and she's like, "Quit yelling!" And she has, she was way hungover, and so was the Hawaiian guy behind Martok's the couch. Wife deserved to get punched. Well, she did, <laughs> but bitch. And the and the uh, the Hawaiian guy behind the ch- behind the uh, was sleeping behind the couch, and uh, I think Nog was still the there. Hunky guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. was he hunky? Hunky party guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they were all hungover. Why? I didn't... think he was casted as the hunky guy. No, I, think so I don't too. necessarily think he was, but <laughs> the uh, type. But maybe the uh, Cardassian transporters on the on Deep Space Nine don't have the technology to beam out the booze, so they all got really, really drunk during her. They didn't want part. that upgrade. Yeah, they, they don't think Cardassians bought. Well, because they did, they did the Canar. Well, I, there it is. Dumar's been hungover. We've seen that too. But again, maybe Cardassians don't have that technology. Maybe they can't metabolize as well. Oh, maybe I don't not. Know. I don't know. He could, Dumar did like the Canar <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> But with the fat, though, I, I hope they be like the, it'd be like Olean, but it'd be like future. Oh God, no, that'd be horrible. It'd be like future. Just, no, no, future. <laughs> it'd be future Olean. Olean. You'd have is, that le- a, is that around anymore? No, they did. Uh, leaky, leaky le- a. Yeah, you'd have leaky Uranus. Yes. Ugh, uh. ugh. Gross. Okay. Next emails from Becky. I appreciate your discuss your discussion concerning fans and their influence on the franchise. However, I like Nemesis for its character moments. I like some of the fan films, including Star Trek Hidden Frontier, Dr. Hanglar, Diplomatic Relations, The Axonar Previews, Star Trek Continues, Star Trek Phase 2, Star Trek Odyssey, and Star Trek Helena Chronicles. These are a few films I haven't seen. I do not like the Abrams verse as well, but really like the Shatner verse novels and Greg Cox books. We could talk all this back if you want because Darren's not here. Yeah, the Abrams stuff sucks. He's going to listen and <laughs> get gonna, you next time. He's, gonna, he's yelling at his iPod right now. <laughs> what? Star Trek can evolve in multiple directions, and I think fans who get too serious or too vocal miss out on both the fun and the power of Star Trek to make people think. Star Trek should be treated as a classic work of art. Mm, agreed. Let the fans pay their tribute as we wait for another series. They want to do this without the money and fame actors get. There are some great actors, and I'm saddened by the loss of Nimoy. 
However, it's refreshing to see fan films that build character rather than rely on action and special effects to tell the story or rehash old scenes. Amen. Let's hope the next movie is more original. I doubt that. (laughs) I agree with the statement made that the best Star Trek moments are character-driven. Deep Space Nine isn't my favorite, but it has great episodes because of the characters. Some of the fan films do as well. I should point out that I'm totally blind, so I only get the audio. Whoa. That's an interesting perspective. So make good audio things. No, that's... that. <laughs> Becky. No, that's interesting. I, I have some <clears throat> to add to that. Yeah. Um, how many other series can you name that have such a dedicated group of fans? If you don't like something, just pretend it's an alternate timeline. Oh, that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that works. There's enough variety in the series, and this is the strength of the franchise. You will never run out of ideas for Star Trek. It's just a matter of how creative fans and the writers want to be. Congratulations on making your own series, and hopefully you will do again. Thanks. Oh, well, that's 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 what we do. You know, that's interesting. I brought up something early on in last week's episode. We were talking about how Game of Thrones ended, and the the week before the finale, I'm just keep I'm I'm putting bringing Alicia up to speed. Um, there was the, there was the big scene where Stannis was going to the big battle was going to happen. Oh, no, it was the finale, right? So the big the big battle was going to have Stannis was going to attack Castle Black. I mean, I guess black, but uh, Winterfell, and and there was going to be a big battle. And when I'm watching it, I went, "No, don't show the battle," because I there was so much that needed to be done in that show, in that episode that needed to be tied up that I don't want to waste one second of guys swinging swords. Like, don't even show it. And they didn't. They went. They cut right to the end of the battle. Like, yes, because. Because you wanted to hear more about the story. Well, yeah, because the story mattered. The battle, like, a guy swinging swords wouldn't matter at all. And, and it was so much that needed to be done in that episode. That was like, please don't waste a bunch of time with just goofy swinging swords. I mean, not, not that I don't, you know, I don't mind swinging swords, but not when there's a great story to be told. You know, it's just meaningless. It's, it's, it doesn't really matter. Um, well, plus with Game of Thrones, too, you're only limited to a certain number of episodes. Yeah, like, 10 a no. year. Yeah, 10 a year. Well, and Star Trek is fantastic at that, mainly budgetary-wise, that they don't waste a lot of time with big space battles and huge laser fights. They don't really bother, and could, it's could great. That, could that be because of money? Yeah, budgetary. Yeah, I think that's because they couldn't afford it at the time. And why JJ's are not? Well, that's true. And pre-CG, because before... You know, halfway through Deep Space Nine, there wasn't even you had to build models, and it cost millions of dollars to do just one ship flying by. So they're right, not going to they, have. They kind of reuse, reuse, reuse. Yeah, and so it's so good. The um, that you know, and and so Star Trek had to write really good stories and have good characters and have that interaction, which makes for such a better show. And actually, someone who's blind would be a great uh, perspective of you can listen to this because you're not really. You know, there's not like big space battles and this big visual thing you need to see. It's a lot of it's, you know, bottle shows are on the same ship. They're in the same room talking. But the, the stories are so interesting and so deep and the characters are so interesting and deep. You could just, you can listen to it. In fact, we, I've, I've mentioned it before. We used to get, um, emails when we first started about the older generation that were into the original series that didn't even, back before VCRs, they would just record Star Trek on a tape player, just the audio. And they, that, that's because that was the only way they could ever revisit it because, you know, before VCRs or DVRs are now, you know, on demand, you'd never even know if you'd see this show again. So they would listen to those audio tapes of the show they recorded, which is like, this is one of those few shows you could actually do that because the stories are so good. That's really, that's a great perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I, I, no, it was, that's really good. 
Yeah, I'm losing my voice here. <laughs> okay. Next one is from Wilma R. I'm a new listener and really enjoy the podcast. I'm just starting I'm just starting a rewatch of Voyager. Love it. And I was wondering if you can explain something. Was that your love it or her love it? That was her love it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I probably shouldn't have read this one. We'll see what David says. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll have to re-ask it maybe when Darren's here because this may not be a, a, a David question. Season 2, Episode 4, Elogium. Ensign Wildman informs Captain Janeway that she is pregnant and she wasn't sure until a couple, a few days ago and that she and her husband had been trying for a while. She's definitely not showing, which is so strange because in the previous ep- episode, Projections, the doctor told Hologram uh, Barkley that they had been out six months. Isn't Ensign Wildman human? She didn't know for six months that she was pregnant? Oh, I don't know. I, I think sometimes people don't know they're pregnant. Even, oh yeah, we as a woman's perspective. Yeah, even, yeah. even humans. I mean, yeah, did, I think I think I might because I wouldn't have my period. But maybe she doesn't have maybe, the same cycle. Maybe in space you don't have that cycle without think, the yeah, without the know. moon and the, without the oh, gravity. Yes, yes. Maybe there's maybe your cycle's all screwy anyway. So you never. Maybe that's it. I never thought about that. Well, what would happen? Well, I guess they have gravity on the ship though, so it wouldn't be like they're, your your uteri are floating around in in your body. So, but but still, yeah, maybe I don't know. That's really interesting. I uh, isn't there a TV show called "I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant"? Yeah, that, and that's kind of what I was talking about. But those people are humongous. A lot though. of them are. Yeah. So when like, I'm wild, well, maybe I just had a big burrito. Yeah. I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, Wildman wasn't. So she. But, yeah. but some of the people aren't that big. Yeah, maybe. And they're just like have their baby on the toilet one day. And yeah, I know that's the weirdest show ever. Like, like I didn't. Oh, I got a baby. <laughs> And maybe she was yeah pregnant and didn't know her. Because I mean, wild, well, Wildman is if that's Naomi's mom, right? And she was only half human. Yeah, she's not human because well, they're asking, isn't she human? She had that that thing on her head. Yeah, but that was that was the girl. That was Naomi. I don't know about is that, if that's her mom. See, I don't know enough about Voyager. <laughs> uh, like, I would still back that maybe as a female, you just don't know you're pregnant, or your gestation period is different. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> In space. <laughs> well, did you you watch Interstellar? Who knows what the timeline oh, is yeah, up there? Yeah, yeah. Maybe six months pregnant is like six <laughs> days pregnant. Who knows? You don't even know anymore. You're traveling at warp speed and you're pregnant. What's that going to do to you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Darren may have some insight for us. Yeah, later. we'll have to ask Darren about his about his utero. Yeah, oh, you, you should I should actually text him. Well, it's funny. He was just he, he was just texting me right now. Oh, hey, Darren, pipe up there, buddy. <laughs> Technology today. <laughs> I, I should have skyped him. Uh, okay next one uh dear david darren and alicia actually they did dear dear darren david alicia that was the order of importance i see (laughs) (laughs) so darren we miss you you're very important oh this is a long one oh all right or maybe not or unless it's two Okay, no, it's it's long, but we'll go. (laughs) These printers here these days. Okay, Adam from Essex, England. Here, this is my third email to you guys. I remember, I remember a guy from Essex. That is that our that must be our Adam from Essex. It's Adam from Essex. Oh, there we go. England. Yes. Not the other Essex. (laughs) Not not the ship that sunk. They ate each other, and they were chasing the the whaling vessel. I hope it's not him. No. (laughs) Another quick thank you for entertaining me on my commutes to work as a sports coach. I I remember. Oh yeah. I love Star Trek, but I don't have anyone to discuss it with, so it's lovely to put you guys on and listen to fellow Trekkies chat about the universe. That is absolutely our point. None of your none of your students like Star Trek? Oh. I think you should I think you should wear like a, a t shirt or some kind of pin or something. And then I bet one of them will say, you like Star Trek too? You know, we did, where were we, we noticed someone that shouldn't be wearing a Star Trek pin was wearing a Star Trek pin. Oh, at the uh, at the beer tasting, 
there was one of the booth babes that was serving beer, and she had a Starfleet Delta Shield necklace. And oh, she yeah. was like a hot model that was, you know, they, you know, they hire the models to work at, at conventions. And she was one of the ones serving beer. And I mean, smoking. And, like, you know, obviously hired to, do, to, to be smoking. And she had a Starfleet emblem. We're like, what? Because what's this world coming to? Well, that's just, you know, it's like, I think that's good. It's a good sign. Portland Dave fancied her. He did. <clears throat> she was serving, actually, she was serving mead, as, as if I remember correctly. She was. Yes. We had a need for space mead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Adam's email. Okay. I just finished watch. I just finished episode 83, Funniest Trek Moments. I'm stuck in 2012 listening to your podcast from that era, but I'm fast catching up with your timeline. <laughs> Wait, so is he really in 2012 or is he just yeah, listening no, to Yeah, he re- uh, he's really in 2012 right now. <laughs> That's the way that's what he wrote it. Oh. <laughs> Catching up with your timeline. So, soon I'll be with you in the present listening to weird and wonderful subjects of Trek. I'd like to throw in one of my funniest Trek moments, although I'm not sure David will like it. <laughs> What's it with me today? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the Star Trek Voyager episode, author, author, the doctor creates a hollow novel that doesn't paint the crew in a very good light. The episode itself is very funny. However, the funniest scene is when Tom Paris hacks into the hollow novel and creates his own scene, depicting the Doctor in a hilarious new light. So funny. Do you I this episode? I don't, but you know, it does remind oh, me. No. It does remind me of the one we totally spaced on, which is very similar, which was the... You hol- wetted on it? Spaced. <laughs> we, um, we, uh, which was, I think it's Hollow Pursuits, where uh, Barkley was, did all the, had the crew in the holodeck and, and, and had, he was uh, Cyrano... And no, and it wasn't Cyrano. He was um, the Three Musketeers, and Riker was short. Now that that's remind, which was really hilarious, <laughs> and I totally forgot about that one too. Obviously, any episode with Q is hilarious. Agreed. Episode. I just watched Tapestry, and that was pretty good. I'm current- I don't know if Tapestry wasn't very funny though. That was the one with the Nausicans and the. Well, oh just- no, that's the fun- one of the funniest moments in Star Trek is when they're laying- <laughs> when Q's laying in bed with Picard and and puts his finger in his ear. Oh, that was and that's the John Luke Pickard. Yeah, okay, though that was a funny. Okay, never mind. I take it back. That is a hilarious episode. <laughs> I'm currently working through Star Trek Next Gen Next Gen for the first time. First time. Congratulations. Yeah. David, in a recent episode in my time, you went back and watched Inner Light and found that you loved it. I'm so glad. I watched it the other day and thought it was amazing. Voyager is and always will be my favorite series. Growing up while my parents were watching it, we'll do that to you. I I, I agree. That's why I liked it because I watched yeah, it with my parents. You're a little Still, it's not my favorite, but yeah, I yeah. I do love it. I am living next gen, and afterwards it will be DS Nine. Whatever you guys are, dis- whenever you guys are discussing Voyager in my time episodes, you bet you bet I'll email you guys. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Have any of you visited England? Not a lot of stu- truck stuff happened here compared to the U.S., although we have Picard and Bashir. I've been there. I have not yet. I have been there. And you know what? They have a big convention there, I know. And I know there's a lot of Star Trek fans in England, and I think that's BBC's uh, – I think it's because BBC played it, played Next Generation, I know for sure. And I know that, that um, you know, talking to a lot of fans and, and hanging out with a lot of fans and getting emails and – fans of Star Trek, um, and me included – but I, 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 there's a lot from England, and they all say they watched it on BBC number whatever, you know, however that works. And uh, so, yeah, I know that there's a lot of fandom there, but I don't know. And I think Trekkies, too, had a whole thing about all over the world. It was big there and in Germany. And I'm always surprised when it's, when it's a different language, though. Because it's like, well, that's your – I don't know if they're reading it or, or, or watching it dubbed. <clears throat> then again, there's a lot of anime fans here, too. So that's, that's a, it's hard to say. <clears throat> Curious. Yes. Okay. Next email comes from Jeremy, and this is a this is a kind of sad, deep one. Mm. 
Um, just wanted to thank you guys for being a bright spot in my day. We discovered that my two-week-old son was having seizures due to a massive brain bleed. You can imagine the sadness and stress that accompanies something like that. I left my two older kids with grandma and was on my way to the hospital for my daily visit. Commutes were always so much better with TrekCast, so I decided to catch up on what I missed. I got to the part where you guys talk about the crappy teenager Disney program. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you did. Uh, Despite having the absolute worst week of my life, David made me laugh harder than I had in a long time. I'd been chuckling through the entire conversation, but I absolutely lost it when I heard, shove it up your mouse ass. (laughs) So thank you again for for simply doing what you guys love and allow us to join you. I'm not saying you guys are pivotal to anyone's happiness or anything, but you are certainly capable of making someone's day. The next time I see a review that says you're childish, childish, <laughs> I'll tell that reviewer to go shove it up their mouse ass. Yeah, their it mouse really ass. helped me out. You know, it's funny because uh, I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and I watch a lot of TV shows and stuff too. And I've always thought that, I, I think it was in the first Trekkies that somebody was um, terminal, um, is an older person, and they used to watch Star Trek. And I always thought, you know, even if I've got a cold or I feel crappy, you know, there is, you do look for that comfort and there is, there is that comfort in things, whether it's a video game you play a lot of, you know, or a TV show you watch or people you like to listen to radio show hosts. You know, if you listen to, you know, um, people on your local radio that you listen to a lot, you know, in, in times of, of, you know, trouble, that's, they, that could be really, really therapeutic to, to, to get like, you know, to, not normalcy because nothing's normal about it, but it's, it's, it's I, I think, comfort. like, fa- yeah, familiarity. And yeah. I think we're all that way. Yeah, it's like this extended family, or I just, I don't know. That must be, you know, because we're, it's, I think it's, we're going back to the tribe. You know, it's like, okay, that's your, even though you've never met those people, they're part of your tribe. And that's comfort. You know, it's, it, I think that's, I think it's wonderful. And I think Star Trek in general does that. Any fandom can do that. Star Trek's a, a little, little rarer because it's so massive and it's so deep. But, you know, any kind of fandom can, can bring that kind of thing together. That's really cool. I mean, I could imagine, if, you know, if you play D&D and to go back and play D&D, maybe in some of the campaigns you used to do, it would probably be very comforting to like, oh, I'm back in that castle and I'm fighting with my, you know, these friends. And no, I think it's fantastic. I, I think if I couldn't even I, I couldn't put it better than that. Well, and we really hope your son gets gets. Well oh, soon. for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Okay, we've got one more email for this this episode. Um, this is from oh, oh, good old Miles McLaughlin. Oh, uh, Miles from old merry old Amish country. Miles, Miles. <laughs> Hello, Trekcast. <laughs> I'm so happy that you guys are recording regularly. Semi regularly. I don't know if you call this recording regularly. <laughs> <I was> regularly, <laughs> irregularly. Um, having a new Trekcast every week to listen to is something to look forward to. My question for David is, have you watched season four of Enterprise? And if you if you did, what did you think? I'm curious to know what you think about how the Klingons were dealt with, seeing the Romulans and Dorians and Tellarites. Thanks for your awesome podcast. I do what I can to spread the word. There you go. Oh, and as a friend of mine would say, not mine, Miles's, <laughs> live long and podcast. Ah, the, um, actually, the, I think that's the best season of Enterprise. Absolutely, by far. I think, I'd, and I've, I've said it's kind of a crime that that show was just getting good and they didn't give it the chance. And it was politics. Darren knows a lot more about the politics. He's mentioned it before, like with the, it was on the WB or whatever. Oh, no, it was on UPN. The WB. <laughs> yeah, remember the WB? <laughs> yeah. But it was on UPN. Remember the, remember the UPN, the, the, the Paramount yeah, Network? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of like bad politics went down. They didn't give the show a chance. And you think back to like Next Gen, which is you know arguably the best series, um, or you know people's favorite series anyway, the most popular for sure. 
And that didn't get good really till season three. You had to give it a couple years to kind of get its feet. Um, and it's like to cut that show off at season four after season four, but it just was getting good. Um, you know what though? I, I read that. I read through that uh, uh, about a week ago and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go back and revisit Enterprise season four because I've seen it once. And I remember my favorite episodes were in that se- that that season. So I think that that I'd, I'd like to go back and, and rewatch it. In fact, I know with the Klingon stuff, I've seen it and I don't remember it. And I want to have it almost memorized so that I know how the Klingons worked and how they changed and all the eugenics and all that. I'd like to, I'd like to really know that inside it out. So I'm going to go. I, 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 I made a pact with myself when I read that one. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch it again. Okay, so that that's a follow up for you. Oh, you're gonna get, you're gonna get right on that. Yeah, I will. We'll take <laughs> and and we're gonna we're gonna ask for every episode with where everybody has hangovers. Yeah, well that that's a, that's really interesting, and and I'll, and I'll, we'll have to circle that and ask Darren about that about the Wildman situation. We'll have to we'll have to, but he's listening, I'm sure. So we'll yeah, come on, Darren. Yeah, what's up with with Wildman? What's up Wildman? with this gestation period? Yeah. <laughs> Darren, he, he knows all about that. Yeah, that's he's, he's, he's an expert. <laughs> he's an expert. Yeah, he's the, he's the only he's the only um, parent on on Trekcast. That's true. So he he would know better than we do. Oh wait, you're not a parent. No, not that I know of. Oh. <laughs> ah! So we're gonna cut it short today because we're just the two of us. So um, you know, again, we're trekcast.com, trekcast at gmail.com. We are Facebook group slash trekcast. Um, this will come out this week, and you will catch us next Wednesday again live on Alpha Geek Radio, like you do every Wednesday. Buy those Groupons if you're going to be in town for the convention. Yeah, if you're coming to the convention, go to Groupon.com, register. You know, we use Groupon all the time. We just got a squatty potty. We did. That's so gross. <laughs> They're so trendy. We had to try it. Yeah, I haven't even tried it yet, but it's good. Because <laughs> <laughs> David doesn't ever shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it. Another episode in the can. Check us out at TrekCast.com. Also, if you would, please subscribe to us via iTunes. Leave those reviews. Subscribe to us. We get some numbers. Get up the list. Get more listeners. Do more shows. Have more fun. But for now, we're all done. So live long and prosper, and we'll see you next week.